Welcome to episode 93, Woo! the official podcast of the All the Books show. Yeah, that's what it. I just... No, you're right. Yeah, I threw you off with my woo. Yeah. The official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. We're the All the Books show. Yeah. The official podcast. Right. Yeah. The David A. Howe Public Library. But you know what? We're going rogue. Yeah. I don't think we should be official today. <gasps> Unofficial. Next, next wow. week, sure. But this week... Episode 93? Wow. Maverick. Maverick oh, episode. Okay. Sure. Yeah, Maverick episode. All I right. love it. I yeah. love it. Pew, pew. Yeah. Actually, we better go back to being the official. Yeah, label. I didn't like the uncertainty. Of yeah, that. it was we scary. Really dangling out yeah. there. Our anyway, funding fell through it did. so Instantly. fast. Yeah, the numbers dropped. Yeah. Actually, uh, this would be a good time to mention we don't have any funding. Oh, yeah. So, That's true. Good yeah. point. Good point. But you know what? That's because this is a free program of your local library. And so I think what Eric's trying to say is... Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Perfect. I yeah. love it. Anyway, he's Eric Mickles. I'm Nick Gunning. Yeah. Today, we're talking about everybody's favorite superheroine, Wonder Woman. Nice. I might have said She-Hulk. You think that's America's favorite? Well, I mean, it may be my yours. favorite yeah. superheroine is, uh, yeah. is She-Hulk and Huntress. Yeah. Huntress as well from the don't Batman let, universe. Don't let Linda Carter hear you say these things. Okay. Storm. Actually, most, uh, most characters from the X-Men, so Rogue, yeah. Storm, uh, Kitty Pride. Jean Grey okay. when she's in her Phoenix mode. All right. Emma Frost. Now, as, Psylocke. As Jubilee. Sure. As Wolf listeners Bane, may recall, Husk. we did a Batman episode and a right. Superman episode back when Batman v Superman yes. started. And uh, listeners said, please don't do more comic book only episodes. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> so yeah. today we're going to be talking about Wonder Woman, joined yeah. by a special guest, yeah. uh, friend of Eric, wife of me. Right, Hillary Gunning is going to be joining us a little oh later to talk all About things time. Wonder Woman. So, yeah, yeah. ninety-three episodes. Yeah, I know. 90- oh, uh, I know. She's like Norm's wife from Cheers. You right. never see her, sure. but you always talk about her. But yeah. she'll be here today. Proof okay. that she's real. I like uh, Marrow from the X Men. Oh, we're still talking about um, okay Dust from okay. the X Men. She's all right. cool. Well, bottle some of this and save it for later. Let's let's <laughs> dig in. What have you been reading? What have I been reading? We're already on bookmark? Yeah. I felt like I barely got through my list of female X-Men characters yeah, that I yeah. think are so cool. Yeah. I, you barely got through the intro. I don't know what happened. <laughs> you All derailed. Right. Last, um, to start off on comic books. Okay. Uh, for the past two weeks, mm-hmm. I forgot to mention that I read Marvel's Civil War 2. Oh. That's Civil War Deuce. Yeah. Yeah. The second one. It's twice as many Civil War. Sure. Yeah. So it was very bad. Okay. So it's so, like the, the three yeah. men and the little lady of the comic book world, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sequel to Look, the beloved The classes. first Civil yeah. War was not a smart story. No, I didn't like it. Uh, but I liked it. Okay. Me too. And it was good and yeah. I still recommend it. Yeah. It's just it's over the top. Okay. But that's because it was Mark Millar. Yeah. And his world when he's writing, it's just over the High top. High stakes. Ridic- yes. High stakes, baby. High stakes, over the top, like lines that only work if the artist draws a very specific panel and yeah. everything else, you know, is just kind of like that. When you think about it, you're like, that's kind of dumb, but it's entertaining. Yeah. This was non entertaining. They were trying to be very, it, it was kind of like Minority Report with superheroes. I love Minority Report. Yeah, you think it would be good, but a lot of the characters just act very dumb so they can no. fight. Well. And uh, for fans of Captain Marvel, I would suggest not reading this because you will come away not liking her because okay. she takes the, I guess, the opposing view. Okay. Uh, the view that seems less uh, easy to defend. Okay. But she's, like, very stubborn about it. Interesting. And she is, she's not relatable in this. It's just, considering they have a movie coming out and they're grooming this character now yeah. to be, like, known and uh, recognized... Seems like a bad, bad choice. It was a bad, 
Bad read. Hillary can talk about this when she gets here because she's constantly frustrated with Captain Marvel, just like yeah. trying to read that series. She yeah. says each volume is like its own, like, and now this thing is happening and she's part of it right. rather than just being a linear story. So yeah. I don't know what they're doing either. But luckily, we're not talking about oh, Captain Marvel. Monet? We're going to talk about uh, Wonder Woman. Siren? Oh, were you, were you doing Those this? are other X-Men characters. I, Domino? You, hey, listen, how do you mute a mic? <laughs> just tell me. <laughs> I, I've got that for, over here. You have it. Yeah, sorry. Uh, all right, so I read flaw. A Case for Consciousness. No, A Case for Conscience. Okay. Uh, by James Blish. <laughs> this one has taken me a while because it started good and yeah. then it just kind of slowed down. And it ended poorly. Yeah. I did not like it. Uh, I found it actually kind of boring. It was supposed to be dealing with the fact that a Jesuit priest is trying to come to terms with the fact that they found a planet that seems to be a void of sin. Oh. So he's like, how does this? Wow. So then he, like, he votes to make the planet quarantine because he sees it almost as like a, uh, if there's no sin on this planet, then it must be of the devil. Because choice. if there is no sin, but it isn't the devil, I see. then the Jesuit faith. Oh, okay. The Catholicism wow. just explodes. This is not a book that would have piqued my interest. So um, I'm curious, why did you pick this book up? It's on the Hugo list. Okay. But like the cause, I was like, okay, so this could be fun. Okay. Uh, it was not fun. Oh. Uh, I, I was bored by it. The, so you are not going to be recommending Case no, for Consciousness? No, I would not recommend A Case for Consciousness. Okay. Case for Consciousness. Okay. Um, can I spoil the end? At I think end, so. Listeners, if you don't want to hear, just skip ahead. The Pope recommends that, why don't you just exercise it then? Oh. Instead of just... Uh, you mean like excommunicate? No, like an exorcist. Oh. Perform an exorcism on the oh. planet. Oh. And they do, but at the same time, there's a mining operation, and the planet explodes. And the question is, did the planet explode because of the mining operation? Or because, or of, because the of the exorcism? exorcism. That sounds but stupid. all the lead up... Like, I, I like that kind of, like, when it's I just so big and ridiculous, like, whoa, I don't like but this the lead-up was just so, so boring. And, like, what I just told you is yeah. not really the focus, either. Uh. It's more about this, now this alien, because they take a baby to Earth okay. uh, and raise it, and it's trouble and causes problems. It's kind of like another version of Stranger in a Strange Land. It's like, okay. alien comes to Earth, sees problems with Earth, gets everybody riled up, but it was just very unfocused. Weird. So. Do we have this in our collection? I know we have some of these vintage sci-fi. Uh, oh, I don't know. Okay. This, this is, is my one personal had. collection. Okay. All right. Um, Anything listen, else on the old list? Yeah. I like the idea that if in this world, if they decided to do an exorcism on a planet, it just blows up. It just up. blows I up. That's, sure, yeah. That, that's big and ridiculous and would make me laugh, and I like that. Yeah. I read This Is Where It Ends, which is by uh, oh, Marik Kneecap. Anyway. Kneecap. Knee. Niche camp. Oh, okay. All right. Camp. Niche camp. Oh, okay. Look, it's a very depressing book. It's okay. about a school shooting. It's oh, told right. through yes. uh, minute by minute in real time, yeah. switching between the four uh, teens that are at the school at the time. So one of them is, is out during their running practice. Uh, two are friends, and they're in the auditorium that's locked uh, because that's where the shooter is. And one is told from one of the girl's brothers as he's he was in the halls causing trouble and then mm. this happened so he's trying to it's just very depressing because it's just a teenager killing other teenagers and teachers it's a very depressing book is it i mean does it have a good message is it i don't know i i think it tries to humanize the shooter mm. and i don't think it does it successfully because okay. it's very cliche the kid just talks about how he doesn't want to be alone and everyone ignored him and everything and his family you, you left think him. even even for the intended age it's too shallow maybe not i'm i mean it's the dialogue is where it just doesn't like as he's saying it like when you say that like yeah 
the kid's lonely, and there's deeper issues there, obviously, but the dialogue for him is, it's rough in a way that you're like, oh, that's, that's hmm. cheesy. So would you recommend it? Yeah, because, I mean, it does just bring to light how terrible, I mean, you know, books are about stepping in the shoes of other people. Yeah. This is something other people experience say, say on a more than regular basis. This is where it ends. This is where it ends. Yeah. Okay. And we do so, have this in our collection. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. really popular. Okay. Um, it was on the New York Times bestsellers list for a while. Um, I can't, I don't remember anything like it coming out. So yeah. Yeah. And um, we had, I didn't actually have it. We didn't have it in our collection until I saw it on the Times list. Okay. list. And then I got it and it kept checking out. Oh. So I was like, I better read this. I did not want to. Yeah. I know. I remember. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Right now I'm reading the Tyrannosaur Chronicles. It's oh yes. the, su- the subtitle is the biology of the tyrant dinosaurs. I'm learning a heck of a lot about tyrannosauruses, man. So okay. by David Hone. Okay. So it's the first uh, like adult, dino- like non-illustrated okay. encyclopedia dinosaur book that I've read in a long, long time. Wow. So it's cool. I'm learning there. It's not just as simple as our dinosaurs warm or cold blooded. There are dinosaur facts that you have to learn. Sometimes. Wow. You're going to be unstoppable. <laughs> like, literally, I won't be able to stop you so, from telling me dinosaur facts. Uh, and I'm reading Exit West by Mohsin Hamid. Yeah, I saw that. Where, what is that? Where did that come from? We've talked about this. was on our new releases, and then it was on the New York Times bestsellers okay. list. It's you the just... story about um, refugees yeah, yeah. who okay. escape from the Middle East. But it's also a world where you can escape through doors. Oh. And the doors take you to other places. Interesting. Like other doors. They take so you do we have this here? Did you just yeah, pick it up? Yeah, this is our... Okay. This is, is on our adult, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we have this in our. Yeah, collection. the cover looked familiar to me. I remember uh, now that you say what it is. I yeah, remember. because I I read Although the title I Exit I... West. You did a Snagglepuss impression, yeah, and I, and I was like, it was "This is about refugees, refugees escaping." Uh... Snagglepuss didn't yeah, seem then, yeah appropriate. So appropriate at the time. I guess I missed the part about them traveling through doors. That, yeah, that actually that wasn't I like that in what we read, or I didn't read the yeah. whole summary, and then this was in. That it's like a, a bear country situation where yeah. the initial reading makes you yeah. think it's a totally different book. Bear Town. Bear Town. Bear, bear, bear Country is going to be the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> bear Town has finally bear exceeded its own the, limitations. Bear Country is where the Bears live. So, that's, yeah. uh, that's so, so far as good, the writing in it is kind of, I don't want to say flowery. It It's all run on sentences. Yeah. Like every paragraph is just one run, run on sentence. So he's like, as she said goodbye to the man she called father... She knew she wouldn't see him again, and he accepted her goodbye. This woman she now he now called daughter. And, this is tiring. But like that's all. There was no periods. It. It's all just commas. Mm-hmm. It's all just one sentence. Okay. So, Weird. That's what I'm reading. Well, you win because I don't have anything like heavy or interesting to discuss. Do you want me to lend you the Tyrannosaur Chronicles? I really don't. No. Hold on. Um, Did you know? Oh. You don't care. Okay, it's fine. I have read. <laughs> I read three graphics in preparation for this podcast. Oh. I read Wonder Woman Year One by Greg Rucka. I don't why. I read Wonder Girl by Jay Torres. That wasn't in prep for this. It's, it was okay. a couple of years ago. <laughs> and I read True Amazon by Jill Thompson. Okay. Do you remember when that? Remember that came out? No. Oh, okay. Well, we talked about it back then. Hillary and I have very different opinions on that one, so mm. be interested to hear what she I has can't to say wait. About it, but uh, I'm currently what if reading. You guys still, end up arguing so much you fall in love. We are in love. We've been married for ten years now. Yeah, but it'd be nice if there was love in that marriage. Okay, I think you're. I think you're misunderstanding. 
Uh, I'm currently reading still Beatles lyrics by Hunter Davies. I, I'm really digging this book. Yeah. Hunter Davies is like a contemporary, so he kind of like palled around with him a little bit. So yeah. it's not. Uh, I read that one, A Hard Day's Right, which right. is a lot more like in depth. Yeah, and yeah. this this is more like conversational, and here's here's what was going on mm-hmm. when this was written. And in a lot of cases, he has the handwritten like original lyrics, and mm-hmm. those are just fascinating to look at. Okay. Sometimes it blows my mind. Like I was last night, I was reading about um, Rubber Soul, and uh, I read I read I also read the section about yesterday, mm-hmm. and there it is, just like the the handwritten like Paul McCartney sitting down and just like writing out yesterday. Mm-hmm. It just blows my mind to yeah. think about somebody just doing that you know what yeah. i mean something that's so well known it just like it's ingrained in all of our minds so just one day somebody just sat down on a scrap of paper and was like yesterday yeah. all my troubles seem so far away yeah. just blows my mind so it's a really interesting book i really yeah. like seeing the handwritten lyrics yeah sometimes there are whole whole different verses that they mm-hmm. cut they didn't do uh sometimes like one i think it was i feel fine um had the lyrics and then on the bottom he'd started started writing uh if I fell or something like that, it's just crossed mm-hmm. out. So it's just, it's weird. It's just so dynamic to yeah. like see those actually happening. Anyway, yeah. so I'm really enjoying the book. It sounds I like, think it's definitely for a Beatles fan. It, it sounds like it's just uh, anyone, but your Tyrannosaurus Chronicles. You're right. Because I had the same thing when, I, when I read right. a paragraph about how the T-Rex, as the ages went on, the, the species uh, snout got thinner and thinner. So yeah. its binocular vision would be more exact. Same kind of thing. And it have, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is kind of crazy to think about a dinosaur. Should we hug? Yeah, okay. Get over here. Come yeah. on. All right. Uh, anyway, what if the so song yesterday is yeah. about dinosaurs? It is. Oh! <laughs> right. uh, and scene. No, that's it. That's oh. it. That's what I'm telling you. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a Boom. Big... I know. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. It's fine. Well, you're... I know. I had... We switched places. We did. Today, yeah. I had like five books to yeah. talk about in detail, and you're I just know. like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Like Beatles lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I you, sounded just like you're that. liking this. Part. Like if if somebody was like, I want a book about Beatles lyrics. Yeah, are you giving them Hard Days Right? Or are you giving them this? Well, Hard Days Right is not about lyrics necessarily. It's it's about oh. like you know who wrote that specific song and like you know what part Paul did, what part okay. John did, blah blah blah. That's a lot more like you would use that more as a reference book. Mm-hmm. You know, you would be like, what is this song about? And then you'd look it up and find out. This one, like I said, is much more conversational. So it kind of depends on what you want. If you want sort of a fly in the wall, like uh, more personal account of yeah. here's what's going on, then I would say go for uh, Beatles lyrics. Okay. If you if you want to be like, what does she came through the bathroom window mean? Mm-hmm. Then get a hard day's right. Okay, so nice. But both are great. Okay, and they they're different enough that you know I like having both of them. I don't think I know a Thanks single. Thanks for asking, pal. No problem. But I don't think I know a single Beatles song, all the way through. I, or just of, you can't list I, one. I, I, I couldn't name one. That's stupid. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What if every week I played this character who just this is every time you say it, it would be my first time hearing about the Beatles. That'd be kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I next like that. All right, we'll I like that. Maybe next time. You'd be like those people who don't have a TV and just yes. bring, like, I just don't, I don't know. I, I don't, don't yeah. watch. <laughs> yeah. what, who is that? Who what, are the Beatles? The yeah. price is what? Oh, jeez. Anyway. Uh, let's talk about... Advanced notices. Yeah. Book news. woo Tried a little falsetto. Did you like it? Did it work? It sounded like DuckTales, though. <gasps> like, book news. woo I love it. Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> Not right, local so, news yeah. or sports news. It's book news. Woo! Okay. <laughs> so these are books that are coming out in July. Yeah. Uh, similar, that's yeah. the same time that our new album is coming out. Where that's we, true, yeah. Where we cover DuckTales. <laughs> yeah, together. all the songs are DuckTales. Yeah, you should hear our take on Tailspin, though. That's pretty yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alexandra Cooper fans, yeah. are you out there? Not weather or the stock market. Yeah, it's, it's book da, news. Da, yeah. Woo! Okay, stop. Linda Fairstein fans coming out with Alexandra Cooper number 19. The book is called Dead Fall. Alexandra Cooper scene. I love Sorry. it. Oh, yeah, Hamilton. This is coming out <laughs> July 25th, so mark your calendars. Hunting a killer within New York's urban jungle becomes the biggest case of Alexandra Cooper's career in New York Times bestselling author Lisa Fairstein's latest unputdownable thriller. Odd choice with the unputdownable. Yeah, I, I have, have things used, that are unputdownable. I w- yeah, but I wouldn't have used that word. Yeah. It's like a hot potato? Awkward. No, you do want to put that down. It'll burn your hands, man. Oh. Is that why your hands are always red and puffy? Yeah. I oh, thought, my gosh. I thought, like, the longer you held a hot potato, the better the potato was. No. Oh, my gosh. No. Okay. It just burns layers of skin All off. Right, well, then, like a grenade, I guess, is hey, what you I know what's you know what's going to tear you up? What? Uh, first, this book, then the tagline. Okay. Then the author. Okay. Okay. Dark Rights is the <laughs> title. The tagline, The Witches. Uh-huh. They are real. Uh-huh. The author, Roald Dahl. Heather Graham. Oh, nice. The author. Yeah. Not the actress. Oh, right. Yeah, the author, Heather Graham. That's fine. Yeah. I don't know how she writes all these books and stars in The Spy Who Shagged Me. I don't know how she does it. Well, you only have to do a couple of months of filming and then oh, you're done. Oh, that's true. Yeah. She, it's not like she still has to film yeah. the sequel to you're Austin right. Powers. You're right. International Man of Mystery. Yeah, whatever happened to her? Heather Graham? Yeah. I think. She doesn't come back in Goldmember. No, she, well, yeah. Oh, well. Uh, Dark Rights, Crew of Hunters number 22, a series of bizarre assaults as mystifying Boston police and unknown attackers viciously beating random strangers and leaving a note quoting an old warning about witchcraft. Are you, are you in? Do you like it? Witchcraft. It's kind of a creepy cover. It's spooky craft. I don't know the song. I've never read, I've never read Heather Graham. S- surprisingly, she gets a lot, like our large print Heather Graham mm-hmm. tend to go like crazy. She's been writing for a while. She has. Yeah, I mean, this is book 22, so, yeah. you know. She started writing in the early 90s, yeah. and parents yeah. at that time were reading Heather Graham. Yeah. Their eyesight is gone, man. Uh, grandparents. Grandparents now yeah. reading it. Okay. Someday, we'll be the grandparents. Uh, now, this next book by Iris Johansson is called Look Behind You! Huh? No response. What? Nothing. Uh, the, book, the book is called Look Behind You! He... What? No, no okay. I just thought... When I, I, right. It's fine. All right. Uh, anyway, Iris Johansson's Look Behind You. What? Oh. No, it's the title oh. of the book. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this <gasps> is book number five in her Kendra Michaels series. Oh, my gosh. Not Kendra Michaels. No, this is not about your wife. wife. yeah. No, it's not about your wife. Sure. Okay. Uh, a serial killer is loose in San Diego. Oh, he yeah. Has... Kendra hates that. Kendra Michaels? Are you talking about your wife, Kendra Michaels? Yeah, she hates it. She hates serial killers. Which one are you talking about, though? Yeah. On the count of three, you say who you're talking about, okay. I say who I'm talking about. Right. One, two, three. Kendra. Kendra Michaels. You didn't say the last name. Uh, I. Right. Okay, so you know we're talking about two different people. Correct. Your wife is not... Uh, Go on. A, Describe the book. I'm your, fine. Your wife is not tracking serial killers in San Diego. She's oh. A, she's an Andover teaching music okay. to children. All right. Okay. Serial killer is on the loose in San Diego, and he has a most unusual M.O. With each kill, he leaves behind objects with unclear meanings. Most of the recent killings are centered near Kendra Michaels' home and office. So- <gasps> Wait a second. No. That's where I no, live. No, no, no. 
<laughs> no, you're getting it wrong again. It's a similar name, so I understand why it's Hold happening. On. I have to call my dogs. No, 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 no. Kendra Michaels' home and office, so it comes as no great surprise when an FBI yeah. shows up at her door. Mm-hmm. So that never happened to you. Different lady. Why? Well, Kendra Michaels. She is, yeah. Anyway. We work different hours. Anyway. Uh, they must risk everything to defeat a psychopath whose terrifying plan is years in the making. I'm not a big Iris Johansson fan. Yeah. I've not read the Kendra Michaels series. Yeah, listen, a big reason I have to read these books is because I ask her not to talk about her work (sighs) at the dinner table because it's just so gruesome. Okay, but this is not... So I ask her to write it down. Okay. And obviously, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's jump to large print. Not Heather Graham, unfortunately. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, coming out in large print. This is a new cozy mystery series. I'll be the judge large of print that. and or cozy mystery fans. A Sherlock Holmes bookshop mystery. Okay. Uh, elementary. She read bookshop mystery number one. Gemma Doyle, a transplanted English woman, has returned to a quaint town of West London. Spell on that Cape first Cod. name. G E M M A. So it's a Gemma. Gemma. Okay. Yeah. That's one of the characters from Trial and Error. Interesting. Great Uncle Arthur's Sherlock Holmes Bookshop and Emporium. The shop located at, care to guess the address? Uh, one, no, uh, eight. 222 Baker two Street. Fine. Specializes in the Holmes Cannon and Pastiche and is also home of Moriarty the Cat. When Emma finds a rare and potentially valuable magazine containing the first Sherlock Holmes story hidden in the bookshop, oh. she and her friend Jane, who runs the adjoining Mrs. Hudson Tea Room, set off to find the owner, only to stumble upon his dead body. Listen. Fans of Sherlock Holmes will delight in the sleuthing duo of Gemma and Jane in Elementary She Read, the clever and captivating series debut by nationally best-selling author Vicki Delaney. Listen. Yes. Uh, so. Okay. There. The Rescue Rangers, Chip yeah. and Dale Rescue Rangers, I, already I know did them this well. story. They did? Mine is the murder. Okay. Um, so, no one cares. Okay. Because they already did one where, uh, uh, who's the one with the, which one? Chip. 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 Um, Chip's got the hat. He's yes. the Indiana Jones style. Okay, so Chip. Um, Dale's got the Magnum P.I. Hawaiian shirt. Okay. He uh, gadgets, is a big fan. Gadgets the yeah, Lady Mouse. Gadget okay, is, right. thank you. Oh, your first childhood crush, probably. No. Oh, my gosh. Don't sit here and tell me you weren't in love with Gadget from Chip and Chael Rescue Rangers. No, she's a mouse. Liar. She's a mouse. Liar. All right, go on and tell your story, you Um, liar. Nothing. It was just an episode where they also have to, like, find the missing book, the first... Sherlock Holmes? Sherlock Holmes story. But I mean, it's a Sherlock Holmes analogy kind of thing. It's like a Sherlock rat. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Well, I haven't seen it, but I love Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Also, uh, we cover their song on our new album. Every book is about a female duo in the vein, or literally Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock and... Holmes has been all the rage lately. Yeah. There's been so many. Like right now, there's a book, Mrs. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, we've got the which um, is like you know the Holmes and uh, Stoker series. Yeah, we've got the. Uh, the uh, oh, what are they called? The first days in August. I can't remember. I'm not a big uh, I'm not a big Sherlock Holmes fan. Uh, I'm wondering if Sherlock Holmes is going to be the new YA fairy tale. I guess it's kind of funny too because it seems like Sherlock, the BBC show, is kind of like past its peak. Yeah, you I know think, what I mean. Yeah. So I guess it's like a second wave of Sherlock love. A study in Charlotte. It's a Charlotte Holmes. Study, that's, well, that's funny. A study in Charlotte's a clever title. It's okay. Thanks. Like a study in Scarlet. Yeah, okay. the first book is called The Last of August. I don't like that. <laughs> okay. Just telling you. Uh, well, it's about uh, the teen descendants of Sherlock Holmes and John Watson. So Jamie Wait. Jamie Watson and Charlotte Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes and Watson had children together? 
I guess so. Is that what this- <laughs> yeah. It'd be an adoption kind of situation okay. probably all back right. then. But, it's, yeah, Jamie Watson has always been intrigued by Charlotte Holmes. After all, their great, great, great grandfathers are one of the most infamous pairs in history. Infamous? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would, maybe just famous. Yeah. I mean, they're good guys. The Holmes family has always been odd, and Charlotte is no exception. Yeah. So she inherited Sherlock's volatile, uh, volatile? Vo- volatility okay. and some of his vices. You mean, like, meth yeah opium <laughs> when jamie and charlotte end up on the same connecticut boarding school charlotte makes it clear she's not looking for friends oh so yeah so we have this book we have both these books wow studying charlotte in the last of august <laughs> study charlotte okay all right well let's talk new york times bestsellers my friend what's what coming up do you want to do nonfiction first yeah let's do I it i mean let's do it let's uh do it new, to it. so number this is the nonfiction hardcover of uh on the new york times bestsellers list we got number 10 coach wooden and me oh i guess coach it's coach wooden coach wooden yeah <laughs> wooden is not a yeah. third part of this so this triad. is a life-changing 50-year friendship Hi, I'm wooden. during uh abdul jabbar's student days at ucla kareem abdul jabbar yeah huh. uh the american spirit at number nine is a collection of speeches by pulitzer prize winning historians focused on american values hmm. oh no thank you uh, no, sorry. <laughs> I love that new character you invented. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's guy trying to impersonate. I guess, uh, yeah. Dumb and Dumber's Jim Carrey. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, number eight, democracy. The former Secretary of State argues that the promotion of democracy should shape an America's foreign policies. Condoleezza Rice. Boy, we're talking uh, about hardcover fi- nonfiction is getting awfully political. Is that Condoleezza Rice? Yeah. Okay. It is Condoleezza Rice. Okay. Uh, number seven, Shattered, an examination of Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign. Ouch. Six. Too soon, Eric. Killers of the Flower Moon. What? The story of a murder spree in 1920s Oklahoma that targeted Osage Indians whose lands contained oil. The fledging FBI intervened inefficiently. Huh. That sounds number interesting. Number five, Poppy by David Ortiz. Poppies will put them to sleep. No, Poppy. Poppy. P-A-P-I. Oh, like okay, Poppy. Not like the flower. Looking back on 14 years with the Red Sox. 14 ah, years? Okay. Wow, that is a yeah, long time. It is. Number four, Hillbilly Elegy. Hmm. Oh, this has been here forever. Uh, it's been here for 43 weeks, really. Uh, Yale, 43 weeks? Yeah. Wow. Yale run. Law School student graduate looks at the struggles <laughs> of America, white working class through his own childhood. Number three, the vanishing American adult. No kidding. Uh, the Nebraska Senator's advice on how to raise resilient, responsible children. Boy, everybody has an opinion. Yeah. Uh, number two, it takes option a village. B. Sandberg's experience after her husband's sudden death and grants psychological research combined to provide insight on facing adversity and building resilience. Hmm. I always call it Plan B. Yeah. Isn't it? Anyway. Astrophysics for People in a Hurry by Neil deGrasse Tyson. Hey, hey, hey. It's a straightforward, Dr. easy to understand introduction to the universe. <laughs> So, uh, Stephen Hawkins beat you to it. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson was in a Superman comic. Was he? Yeah. Huh. He was also in a little critter book. Yeah, there's something. To the Science uh, Museum. Because he's in. Uh, Doctor De Bison. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson has a cameo and Batman v Superman. He does. Yeah, he's talking about uh, at the beginning yes. when they're showing okay, all the news yes, things. I remember, I remember. But before that, he put on his Twitter. He's like, I actually met Superman before. Real nice guy. Yeah. And it's just uh, him like pointing to Superman where uh, Krypton would be. Ah. Uh. So. <laughs> mm. Uh, now we've got hardcover uh, fiction. Fiction. These are these are new books. Oh wait, on... so that what was Neil deGrasse was number one? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a popular man. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. He, he makes science fun. Yeah. He's the new Bill I Nye know. without all the extra hate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, boy. 
Yeah. Bill Nye, the science guy, I would not want to sit next to him on a plane. No. Let me tell you. I miss the good old days when he was just a silent, scientific man hanging out with Doc Brown in the Back to the Future cartoon. Oh, yeah. I like, yeah. I mean, I liked it, too, when he was just doing his show. He's like, the sun is big. Really big. Yeah. Bigger than big. Hugely bigly big big big. I like Bill Nye. I mean, I liked Bill Nye. Old school Bill Nye. You can fit this many planets. And then he would pull down a lever, and all the tennis balls would fall down until it just fills up a whole room. And he's like, that's how many Earths would fit in the sun. You know what? He started off as Doc Brown's assistant back in the Future Animated Series, Uh and now he's kind of like a scientifically minded Biff. Wow. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, take that, Bill Nye, the yeah. science jerk. Butthead. <laughs> All right, so hardcover fiction okay. on the New York Times bestsellers list this week. I'm ready. Uh, number 10, Full Wolf Moon. I want to say Full Moon Fever, yeah. but that's a Tom Petty album. Oh, One okay. of his best. One of okay. my favorites. Wow. It's a great. Little, you got that little side commentary yeah. for free. But this is by Lincoln Child. Okay. So, um, Just Lincoln Child? Not Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child? No, it's just Lincoln Child. Ooh. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's Lincoln's Child. Oh, no, it, it is Lincoln's Child. Could hikers in the Adirondacks have been killed by werewolves? Oh, would Lincoln Child write something that actually has werewolves, or are they just like killers perpetrating themselves? No, as werewolves? I think it's probably werewolves. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, you are a believer. I'm a skeptic. I want to believe. Bow, yeah. bow, 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 all right. Bow. Number nine, Against All Odds, by oh. Danielle Steele. Number eight. Golden Prey by John Sanford. Uh, a majestic deer is a type of golden prey. A golden prey. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. You're right. A, uh, I guess like if you... A lot took... of fights over the golden fleece in that Wonder Girl that I read. Okay, sure. So, Something in fleece. Yeah. In a golden fleece. That'd yeah. be golden prey. Oh, that'd be so uh, toasty warm. If you're hunting kangaroo, they yeah. kind of have like a golden hue about them. A lot of kangaroos in Wonder Woman Earth 1. Are you kidding me? I'm not. I guess I just don't understand why... Silver Age Wonder Woman had a pet kangaroo, and that was just one of the things that they brought back. It has a little tiara. I'm not making it up. I don't understand. I'm, she had a pet kangaroo. I don't know what else to tell Why you. did she have one, though? How would she get it? I don't know. Themyscira is nowhere near Look, Australia. I don't know why she, she... That kangaroo got its own book series. The, this is like the 40s and 50s, then. No, the current, the current one. There was like a, a junior no, book No, but I'm about, saying originally when this Wonder Oh, yeah, Wonderoo, yeah. yeah. Was that his name, Wonderoo? No, I can't remember its name. Was it like... Oh, I think I found it. the Wonder... Jumpa. 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 You have the option (laughs) to call something Wonderoo, and you pick Jumpa. Jumpa. (laughs) All right, number seven, Wendy's Button Box by Stephen King and Richard Shizma. (laughs) Wait, that's out? Yes, it's new this week. Oh, but where's our copy? I want to read it. I don't know, man. King returns to Castle Rock, Maine, in the novella set in 1974. Number he, six. He wrote that with someone. Yeah, I just told you. Who, but who was it? It was Richard Schisma. Oh, okay. I just said it. I'm Jeez. <laughs> new this week, Sorry. Testimony by Scott Turow. Yep. No, that's yeah. not new. We've talked about this. <laughs> yeah, it's new this week. Oh, okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. That was probably on my uh, book news. Ah, uh, Okay. Number five, The Fix by David Baldacci. Hey, David Baldacci, I could use a fix over here with this co-host of mine. Hey, come on now. Oh, boy. You're being a real Bill Nye. (laughs) (laughs) Number four, new this week, Same Beach Next Year. I'll be there. Nick? Yeah, You bring the margaritas? I will. I'll bring the blankets and the books, I guess. Okay. We'll have a bunch of beach reads. All right. Hey, we could bring this book, uh, Same Beach Next Year by Dorothy Bitten Frank. Okay. Hey, I just wanted to let you know, uh, The Fastest Pet on Earth... Mm-hmm. By J.E. Bright is the book about Wonder Woman's pet uh, kangaroo. Okay. 
Jumpa. And also in that series, there's one called Swamp Thing versus the Zombie Pets. Okay. So I just, I don't know if you want to get those for the collection. That'd be fine. Number three. Okay. 16th Seduction by James Patterson and Maxine Pietro. Talk about it later. Uh, All right. So number two. No Middle Name by Lee Child. Oh. This is the complete collection of Jack Reacher's Jack story. Yeah. Reacher. Yeah. Middle initial, nothing. He doesn't need one. Yeah. He doesn't need that. He doesn't need a house. He needs a clean pair of drawers, mm-hmm. a toothbrush. Seems like a really boring fact to be. That he doesn't have a middle name. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's the that's his catchphrase. Like, yeah. Jack Reacher, middle initial, no middle name. Yeah. Wow. Oh, it's you. We've heard about you, man. <laughs> <laughs> How do you fill out your driver's license when they say middle name required? So, like, your initials are just, like, two letters? J-R. Oh, my... I need to sit down, man. <laughs> it's not Jack Reed. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that was so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> But those guys thing, are great because the stupidest thing we've ever done. Really, you wouldn't I hang like out how, with those guys. No, I like how interested they are in it. <laughs> yeah, they interested. In anything. They don't seem like guys who engage in much. Yeah, but they find out oh, this guy doesn't have a middle name and they just can't yeah. handle it. But they they seem so, like good listeners. They is the like important thing. So, like, yeah. if you told them you were a director I of a think, library, they'd be right? Like, Whoa! Like you're like the Steven Spielberg of libraries. <laughs> like any book you want, you can just like it's poof, yours, and it appears. Whoa! Wait, how does how does one obtain such a job, yeah. if I may be so bold? <laughs> Look, I'm realizing this is Bill and Ted. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah. Your I may be so bold kind of pushed us into Bill and Ted. That, that was definitely That was Keanu the point Reeves. of no return. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. all right. That's all right. So. Shake it off. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and number one on this new list. What a great lead up to number one. Yeah. We were <laughs> Absolutely. Building suspense yeah. there. Into the Water. Whoa. By Paula Hawkins. <laughs> Yeah. So it's a psychological thriller by the author of Girl on the Train. Girl on the Train. Women are found drowned in a river in an English town. Huh. Okay. So, yeah. so actually a little brighter than Girl on the Train. I guess, She's yeah. Brightening things yeah. up a little bit. Good for you, Paula. Whoa, way to harsh the vibe, man. <laughs> we definitely have this book, but good luck getting your hands on it. As Eric pointed out, I foolishly only ordered one copy. He made sure I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for keeping me honest, buddy. Yeah. It's like my Punisher comics, man. One to read, one to save. Papa's going to college in 20 years. That bag and board's never going to open. So, like, no middle name. I just can't. Eric, let me ask you this. Who do you think could make a hawk a dove or stop a war with love? I just listed before this uh-huh. about 20 different female X-Men. Okay, no, but that's, that's so. not who we're talking about today, if you'll remember. Okay. Yeah, check check my, your notes. My question, my answer then notes. would be magic. Colossus' no, no. sister from okay. the X-Men. Okay, it was, my, it was too broad a question. I see okay, that yeah. now. The answer is Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. From the song, the Linda Carter song. Linda Carter from the wrote TV that show. song? She didn't write it, okay. but she starred in it. Anyway, How much today, would you pay oh. for a vinyl pressing of Linda Carter playing an acoustic version of the Wonder Woman theme? Wonder Woman, there, there are Linda Carter music CDs, so she's got to cover it at some point, I oh, would think. I Linda, didn't know. I Linda don't really... if you're listening, please... <laughs> Send that vinyl press Send again. Send it to us. Yeah. Anyway, today we're going to be talking about Wonder Woman. The new movie's coming out. I'm excited about Wonder Woman. Are you excited about Wonder yes. Woman? Yes. Are you excited about the movie? Yeah. Good. Well. I'm back in. I thought I wasn't in because Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman and Nana Steel and Dark Knight Rises and Green Lantern were so bad. Yeah. Not to mention the other ones I hadn't seen. Yeah. But I'm back in. You're back in. Yeah. You okay. know what? I think some of the previews are making me remember the stuff I liked about the first Captain America movie. Oh, yeah. So, but this Good one times. has Wonder Woman in Good it. Good times. Well, joining us today, her debut on the podcast, a special guest, uh, as I mentioned earlier, good friend of Eric, uh, mm. wife of mine, right? Hillary Gunning. Hillary, please say hello. Hello. 
I've talked about you a lot, uh, and now you're here in person. I'm here. So up until this point, I said you'd been like Norm's wife on Cheers, mm-hmm. where you never... <laughs> but she's yeah. here, for real. Look, so, this is gross. Yeah. So stop being so lovey-dovey. Look, we had your wife on to talk about Nicholas Sparks. That's okay, true. Okay, yeah. so don't give me any, any of your guff. Okay. All right, so let's dig in to Wonder Woman. Okay. I thought we would start by talking She's about... made of clay! Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes sure. Okay. I thought we'd talk about when we first discovered the character of Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. So how about I go first, since it was my idea, and I'm, okay. I'm primed to answer the question. <laughs> yeah. Super Friends. All Wait. roads lead back to Super Friends. Super Friends. Oh, boy. Hanna-Barbera, Super Friends. Yeah. Uh, and Kenner had a superpowers line of action figures. Okay. And I had Superman, I had Batman, I had Robin. I desperately wanted the Wonder Woman. Yeah. And this is the first thing that I remember. Mm-hmm. I had a mason jar on the washing machine <laughs> that I would put coins in. Uh-huh. And I filled that up, saving for that Wonder Woman. He's still like this. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, you it's got your mason jar. True. And uh, neither of you will be I'm, surprised I'm to gonna know. I'm going to get that Cars 3 version of Lightning <laughs> McQueen someday. I still have that Wonder Woman action figure I, from the early 1980s. Is it? Is it here? So, no, are you kidding me? Oh. That thing's a solid gold collector's item. All right. If I still had the lasso, I could retire. <laughs> so I don't have it. Okay. I don't have it. So that was me. I mean, yeah. I, I loved the Super Friends. I loved that mm-hmm. action figure. Uh, I watched the Linda Carter Wonder Woman show when it was in reruns on FX. Do you guys remember when FX was cool? Oh, yeah. When they no, showed, FX like, is back. No, but it... back in the day where it was like everything was live and they showed like Batman and Green Hornet, Wonder Woman. Batman, Wonder so Woman, like, back cool, to back. You have a I mean, retro cool. cool. Yeah. Don't you remember that? Their whole thing was live TV. Like all the intercuts were live. That is not what I remember. Oh, well. I remember when they were like showing X-Files and being kind of... No, that's the later day. Hardcore. All right. Anyway, that was me. What about you, Hillary? What? Yeah, I get... I Ladies get first. Hillary is wearing a Wonder Woman t-shirt yeah. right now. We didn't She's even, more prepared. We didn't even request that. I'm wearing my Wonder Woman, uh, wearing Wonder swimsuit. Woman swimsuit. That's true. So... <laughs> you... Really? Yeah. Like a Speedo? No, like the full body, oh, the but it's full. like a bathing suit. That's for ladies. <laughs> and men. Okay. <laughs> sure. All right. All right, Hillary, what do you remember? Uh, I think, honestly, it's been pretty recent that I've been, like, into Wonder Woman. Okay. Like, I don't remember a time when I didn't know about Wonder Woman. Like, okay. she was always there, but... Did you watch the Linda Carter show ever? No, no. Well, like, I wasn't super into okay. superheroes, I don't think, until you came along. Just X-Men. No, yeah, X-Men. No crossover. X-Men. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think it was just X-Men. That was wow, it. okay. Yeah, but all recently right. I'm all like into her. I've got keychains. Boom, boom. Yes, you do. You do. <laughs> okay. Is from X-Men? Yeah. Warpath, I okay. guess I should say. This is, Eric is really good at making a face like he's listening to me, but he's really <laughs> thinking of other female X-Men. Yeah. So, Ara, what about you? Uh, I can't remember ever watching anything with Wonder Woman in it, but I had... I don't remember who it was. It might have been McDonald's. It might have been Burger King. They did okay. a bunch of Looney Tunes that yes, wore superheroes. I know what you're going to say. So uh, Daffy Duck yeah. dressed like Batman. Yeah. And Bugs Bunny dressed like um, Superman. Superman. Of course. There was a female rabbit who was not Lola Bunny from Space Jam. Yeah. Because this was before Space Jam. But there was a female rabbit. Or maybe it was a pig. Yeah, it was Petunia Pig as Wonder Woman. I guess I don't. Okay, yeah. so Petunia like Pig yeah. wore Wonder Woman. And I had that. <laughs> Yeah. And that might be it. And, like, it's weird because as a kid, I don't know who Wonder Woman is, but I do know who Wonder Woman is. Uh-huh. You know? Like, okay. I, I see that, and I'm like, this isn't just the pig. Well, when was this th- is Wonder Woman. So it was, like, Justice League, the animated series? Like, your first real, like, now I'm learning who Wonder yeah, Woman is? Yeah, when the Justice League cartoon from the uh, early aughts, I, guess, I think it was, like, 2001 really? when it wow. appeared is the first time I watched anything. I mean, I had seen clips and, like... Um, 
the intro for the Linda Carter Wonder okay. Woman thing. And at that time, I wouldn't have been reading any comics with her in it wow. either. So it was the okay the cartoon. Yeah, see, I guess for me, she's always been like top tier, like Superman or yeah. maybe I had seen her in video games before then. But I used to go to like the you know the the quarter bins or the dime bins of the comic yeah. book store and get all the Silver Age Wonder mm-hmm. Woman that I could find. So I have a ton of those. I, I didn't I start read reading comics comics until two thousand, and yeah. I didn't start buying single issues proper until like two thousand two, yeah. two thousand three. So. Hillary, I remember a great, I think it must be like 70s Wonder Woman where uh, Black Canary goes on uh, Paradise Island. I like it already. And, and, and it like scans her and the scanners are like, close enough. And they, they let her on. <laughs> yes. And I thought it was so cool. Like at the time, I thought that was very cool. I love that. Yeah. And I love that Wonder Woman action figure. If you squeezed her legs, her no. arms would go up. Please stop. Her arms would go up <laughs> yeah. and block the bullets. They'd go up into that pose. Hmm. Amazing. Okay. So good. All right, so you guys both relatively recent. Yeah, I well, remember. I guess about her. I don't know. It's like seventeen years. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess you're right. You're right. Yeah, I knew about. It's her. just it's just yeah. a weird like, thing. It's almost like mimetic uh, memory, genetic memory. Is that what you mean? I, what? <laughs> what? Like <laughs> what like where uh, like maybe I hadn't actually seen anything with Wonder Woman, but yeah. I had family who had, okay. and one okay. and it was just passed just into my like DNA. In the it's world, just, it's just a weird thing as a kid. Like maybe you haven't seen. Uh, a commercial for Frozen, but you see a poster for Frozen, suddenly you just know everything about Frozen. You it's know a what weird I mean? phenomenon you're describing. No! For the, for the sake of moving along, All I'm right. going to say yes. <laughs> okay. I do know what that you mean. I knew who yes. Wonder Woman was. Okay, you knew who Wonder Woman, but you yeah. weren't like into Wonder Woman. No. Yeah, okay, so that's how, that's how I was. Okay, see, I always have been. Mm-hmm. So you I guess always seem like you like the girls of things. Like oh, that's true, like Supergirl. and Well, I kind of, yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah. I wonder who this whole thing is just interesting. Like, I always thought the lasso of truth was cool. Yeah, let's get She's into super it. super strong, like yeah. Superman. Are we just going to list her powers now? <laughs> no, I'm just saying okay. those are the things that I always thought were super cool okay. about it. Yeah. So, do you want to, should we stick with media for a minute and talk about the other movies okay. and things? Yeah. I mean, obviously, Batman v Superman is the most recent. Uh, yeah. And we don't have to talk about that movie much, but I've got to say, like, uh-huh. every time she was on the screen, I was interested yeah. in that movie. So the... That's about the only time. The end of the movie, when she's on screen. Yeah. yeah. Well, then when she shows Like, when you up, say every time, well... Yeah, but yeah. when she's, like, at the party with Bruce Wayne, and she's just enigmatic, and he's following her around, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. She just has a presence. When but. she's sitting at a laptop and yeah. looking oh. through videos. That yes, I know. Batman v yeah. Superman really is a terrible movie. <laughs> it is a terrible movie. I thought you were going to be serious. And it's just, say, I guess I've, I've gotten tired of people saying every time Wonder Woman's on screen, it's like, there's one time, it's pro- a prolonged scene, well, I guess it's and it so does impactful. not make that movie good. I mean, yes. No, it doesn't make the, the movie good. The difference in level, because it's yeah. like the most appallingly horrifying yeah. movie that has ever yeah. existed. Oh, and boy. then when she's on, it's like... You never yeah. want to stop watching it. Yeah, so it's just the stark difference. Yeah, yeah, the contrast between her and like Superman in that movie. I just don't feel like he's playing Superman. I feel like he's playing like red kryptonite whiny. Wait, 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 wait. Superman. <laughs> Superman was in that movie? Yeah, a little bit. He did a cameo. But you know, oh, like, I just stopped reading after Batman V. Yeah. And, and that's I it. fall asleep. Sure, I'm like, this is already boring. Did. But <laughs> Superman doesn't feel like Superman to yeah. me. Like he hardly even feels like a bad Superman. Mm-hmm. It feels like a different character. Right. And then Wonder Woman shows up and just like nails it. She just yeah. is Wonder Woman. Yeah. Is a great version of Wonder Woman in a sea of crap, to be yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. But she's so good. That moment where Doomsday knocks her over. Oh yeah. And she's like, okay, yeah. all right, <laughs> we're do gonna this. do this yeah. now. Do- Doomsday so being strong, the alien you know. genetic weapon. 
sent from space in the yeah. early 90s yeah. to fight the oh, don't, superhero character. Don't you mean Superman. A, a weird clone of General Zod? Oh, okay, it's Lex so gross. Luthor's All right, like, I want to stop talking about Batman v Superman. Let's never talk about it again. This Let's is never a celebration, not a That's memoriam. Right. Well, I think the Linda Carter show is probably the one that sticks in people's mind the most. Only on for three seasons. Yeah. First season is all World War II, and then they jump to the swing in the 70s. As somebody who got into superheroes and comic books, like in his teenage years, in the 2000s. Yeah. I don't have a lot of, like, I'm trying to think of the word. I just, I don't have a lot of patience with people who only harken back to the 70s shows, yeah. like The Incredible Hulk right. and Linda Carter. I'm like, they, you know, there's just more, and those shows barely get any of the surface. They just kind of get the name and maybe power set. Yeah, and I, then think that's, I think that's more true of the Hulk than the Linda Carter. Really? Woman, I guess I haven't seen it enough. I just assumed it's... I don't think... You know, I think, like, I love classic, like, retro TV. I don't know if you guys are aware of this about me, but I do. So, like, the pacing and everything I'm comfortable with. And so, you know, the Wonder Woman show. You're quite an old man. Whereas Hulk is more like just the fugitive starring the Hulk occasionally. Right, okay. Wonder Woman more feels like a Wonder Woman show to me. But, you know, I How many times is she on Themyscira in the Wonder Woman TV show? Oh, boy, is it anything but the first episode? Yeah, yeah, she goes back. There's full oh. scenes with Wonder Girl, and like she, she oh goes. I guess I'm already blown away that Themyscira even made it. Oh yeah, yeah. Hippolyta's in it, and yeah, yeah, she had a really good like origin. Yeah, huh. yeah, you do, you oh. see the whole thing. Yeah, what oh. doesn't touch it? We Hillary and I just recently watched the right before they did the Linda Carter pilot. They did a, a pilot with <laughs> Kathy Lee Crosby as Wonder Woman, which I like. Yeah, uh, it's very like oh, 70s, yeah. more on the the Denny O'Neill depowered Wonder Woman yeah, kind of she's vibe. Not Wonder she Woman. doesn't seem to have superpowers or any, and people are just like, oh, "Look, it's Wonder Woman!" Like regardless of what she's wearing. She's but it was blonde. a fun. She's blonde. Yeah, it was a fun like Ugh. 70s alternate take I guess. i'm glad they didn't run with it but okay that was kind of fun yeah uh and then the of course, jimmy bond of wonder woman yeah so. exactly exactly and she's great in justice league justice league unlimited it's a great wonder woman great voice talking about the cartoon oh we've yeah. just switched now to the different show yeah, well, we're, really abrupt. I'm yes sorry. the I was show thinking about the, the show was things. great uh they they don't really do well by her origin uh do they, they kind of have it? to they the pilot of the series the three-parter has her on themyscira and she leaves okay. Um, but her lasso doesn't have the power of truth. Yeah. Um, cause that's nerdy. Yeah. It, they bring it in later. Uh, Bruce Tim, who talked about it, he, he mentioned they, he, they never, they had to rush it to get her in, mm. uh, to the justice league and he was never really like happy with it. Okay. But outside of the origin, the rest of it was really good there. They'd have like very cool wonder woman centric, uh, episodes where mm-hmm. she fought, uh, uh, Max, Max Lord. Mm-hmm. no. Not Max Lord. Zoot, Maxi Zoot. I mean, Max, Luz, Max Lord was in it. Uh, yeah. Vandal Savage was oh, there okay. in the one right. two-parter. She had to fight some rogue Themyscarians, Amazons, a few times. So it's always cool. Yeah. I think Super Friends paved the way for a lot of things, including yeah. Justice League. They're, and that came about because the Brady Bunch yes. had an animated okay. show. They're, and they're, Wonder <laughs> Woman was a guest star. And people like freaked out and were so uh-huh. excited about it. They were like, oh, we should probably do a superhero show. There's a pretty good episode. I think it's called Grudge Match, mm-hmm. where Black Canary and Huntress mm-hmm. have to find out why uh, certain um, superheroines are disappearing. And it's because <laughs> Roulette, who's a supervillain, has been mind-controlling them to fight in her superhero uh, fighting ring. And... There, it keeps leveling up. Like soon they have to fight Vixen, and like, oh no, this is tough. And then they have to uh, fight uh, Hot Girl, and like, oh no, this is as strong as it get. And then it's like, and now Wonder Woman, and she's just there, and everyone's like, oh crap. <laughs> so 
So yeah, that, I good. think that show does right by her yeah. as far as like once she's in action, she's yeah. a good Wonder Woman. What's yeah. the one where she's like a secretary? To the show? No, to like the Justice League or whatever. Oh, oh, well, Justice Society, the old comics. Yeah. yeah, great. Yeah, hey, Wonder Woman's here. Yeah, Take yeah. yeah. Well, she was like it was she was huge on her own, uh, in her own book, and so they brought her into the Justice Society and like made her the secretary of the Justice Society, and cool. she often wouldn't even go on the missions. That's you know, cool. She would just kind of like stay home. Yeah. So I like know, to help you fight Brainiac. Not, it was kind of a. But these things aren't going to proofread yeah. themselves. One one step forward, two steps back yeah. kind of yeah. situation for Wonder yeah. Woman. But all right, well, let's talk Wonder Woman did stories. She, while she was typing, did she constantly like beseech the gods? Yeah. She like was, Zeus, she was give like, me strength. Yeah, to... yeah. Mighty Hera, please help me spell check this yeah. quickly. Yeah. <laughs> that was her whole thing. Let's talk. Let's talk. Hades, Wonder Woman this is stories. a run-on sentence. <laughs> Sorry. No, all that's all right. I all love right. it. Let's talk comic book series. Yeah, you said. Yeah. Well, uh, I think probably the one that I've read the most, and Hillary, I think probably the same for you would be Wonder Woman: A World a Word Adventure by Donald Lemke. What? <laughs> our son's very favorite Wonder oh, Woman. Oh my gosh! Book. Yeah, I have that memorized. <laughs> I think he is our son's favorite superhero. Wonder Woman. Yeah. You said he, but yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah she, she is his is. favorite. Yeah. yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. Um, well, dead. why don't we talk for a minute about the uh, the Who Is Wonder Woman arc? Because what is that? What event is that right after, Eric? That is right after Infinite Crisis. Infinite Crisis. Okay. So we have there a Wonder Woman who is not Diana. Right. Right? We have like Donna Troy as Wonder Woman. Donna Troy. I really liked those two issues. And I know we've made fun of the Jody Pickle, uh, sorry, volumes. Oh, okay. Pickle, run. But when I went back and looked at my reviews, I actually. Had rated it high. It was like I don't get why people. It was so were boring. This story. It was just messy. I remember there being a love interest, and it's like this guy's a loser. It was just, it's just one of these things where you get a writer from the outside and they're like, I've got a really interesting take, and it's just not. Mm. It's just it. I remember it showing not a lot of respect for the medium itself, hmm. and maybe the character's history. And it ended on a cliffhanger, and she was so proud of herself. I read the forward in the graphic novel. <laughs> Jodie Picoult was so proud of herself for leaving it on a cliffhanger. Like, she had just found this new way aggression. to change comic books. She's like, oh, what what a way to end the story. I'm like, it's comic books. Yeah. Every issue yeah. is a to-be-continued. Well, I think, okay, so the, the two volumes that, that start this, Who is Wonder Woman and Love and Murder, uh, both sort of get derailed by Amazon's attack. That mm-hmm. big, like, broad. Have you read Amazon's Attack, Eric? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's just kind of a mess. It's messy. It comes out of nowhere because yeah. it came from another miniseries, I yeah. think. Uh, the Who is Wonder Woman is really cool because for a while, you're not... Sh- I, I mean, I think we learned pretty quick it's Donna Troy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and anyone who's read... Con- but the first couple issues, they have um, a bunch of villains come out. And you don't think, like, oh, who's a Wonder Woman villain? But he has, like, five or six villains right there. Mm-hmm. And the art is by... Um, uh, I think it's Terry Dodson is the art. And it's just like a very colorful, fun six issues of um, that's like full of action. Wonder Woman herself, Diana, does show up. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like a really fun, just like standalone mm-hmm. thing that, yeah, that's, then gets derailed by Jodie Picoult and Amazon's Attack. Yeah, and then Gail Simone takes over after that. And I love yes. her stuff, but I've never read past Amazon's Attack because yeah. it was mm-hmm. such a mess. Yeah, so so that, Gail Simone's run is fine. Yeah, I think I don't think I was ever really blown away. I think one of them gave I gave them a four stars, but the rest were like three star, just kind of like average. 
nothing like if you like Gail Simone's like humor and mm-hmm. satire and her like attitude in her writing from like Birds of Prey and Secret Six, it's not in her Wonder Woman run. Um, but they're still fun and they're they go on for a while. There's like four or five volumes and they're a like a continuous run, so there's no like this miniseries derails it. There's no Amazon attacks uh okay. problems in it. They're just I don't fine. I don't think that there's ever been a Wonder Woman run that I followed for more than a couple of volumes. I never. They I don't know, really last really more like, than a couple of volumes. Yeah. You've got um, oh, who wrote it? Uh, the George Perez stuff from yeah. the '80s. Uh, that that was really good. But if you read the graphics, it's only four volumes long. Mm-hmm. Um, but see, those to me go like too deep into the mythology. Like, it's see, that's just, why I liked them. Okay, I like when Wonder Woman gets very uh, Greek mythological, like. In, into the mythology, and she's dealing with the gods and stuff because I like Greek mythology. Okay. So, like, that's something that I think is very unique about her, that well, she can do that stuff. You must be a fan of the George Perez run, then. I did like it. Okay. it. It was the first one I read, The Gods and Monsters, and I thought Gods and Monsters was really good. Um, and if you keep reading those, I think you get to the jo- the John Byrne stuff where yeah. her and Superman fight. They're just interesting. Um, but I, know, I if you don't like Greek mythology, if you don't want to see in a labyrinth fighting the minotaur you know yeah then that's not your thing yeah i think i i read all the perez and i got into the uh john byrne stuff and i just i don't know i just was never really like buying into it so it was a pretty big deal for her in the 80s though i'm not i can never like figure out why but everybody talks like oh they finally brought her back i'm like i don't know where she was i think before 87 before crisis on infinite earths she was the depowered danny o'neill stuff and that's then maybe she 70s. Just, I mean, that's, so I'm not sure. I guess I just don't know. I think she just at that point was just a on the team. I don't think she was really okay. ever a spotlighted character okay. until until George Perez like right. drew her out. Do you like the mythology stuff, Hillary? I was just gonna say that I feel like it is the unique thing that she brings to the table, and I like when they use it. I don't think I prefer it when she just is off in her own world doing it. Yeah, it seems yeah. like when they have her world like spill into our world. And she has to help deal with that. I feel like that's kind of where the the sweet spot is. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I, I like a good balance of it. Do you want to talk about New 52 for a minute? Yeah. Because I know that was like, I, I read the first couple of volumes. Hillary, I don't think you have. I don't know. They're very, I don't know, they're, they stand apart. It's really, it's like it's completely Wonder separate. Woman, Volume 1, Blood yeah. by Brian Azzarello, who hasn't written anything that I've ever liked outside of this. Just that Wonder Woman, right? Uh, yeah. It's... It's six volumes uh, that he does this run, and then, like, it's over. Mm-hmm. And it reads like a Vertigo uh, series yeah, comic, does. which means that it's just it's just kind of weird. It takes bizarre takes on certain characters. It's not connected to the other DC superheroes. If this was the only thing you've ever read of Wonder Woman, you might not even know that she's, like, friends with Superman. Yeah. Uh, you know, you could change the name, and it would be a different kind of, like, indie yeah. mythological horror run. Yeah. Um, and I didn't like it at first. The first volume, I didn't like at all. But then the second volume, it, like, clicked with me. And not just realizing that it was, like, that I should be reading it as, like, a Vertigo title almost. But You've just got to go all in in that series. Yes. You know, you well, there's really... interesting takes on, like, uh, Poseidon is, like, a giant whale Hades is a kid, but melting candles all over his face. It's just like a weird, just weird yeah, takes on I, these, ugh. but it's really cool. And Wonder Woman herself is actually uh, uh, really interesting. You know, she's she's prone to 
fight to the death, but you know, that's always her like second option. Um, she makes, she fulfills her promises. She's very protective. Um, but the other thing is she's just like, she's a little bit too violent in this that if yeah. you read if you read the new 52 Wonder Woman solo stuff then you read her in like Justice League yeah. they don't really connect no, they don't gel at all and Superman I don't think would be dating the standalone series Wonder Woman no I don't think he would either but he'd be talk- like wow you sure have removed a lot of heads today yeah. Wonder yeah. Woman let's talk about that for a minute you snap a lot of necks Superman that's I, I don't <laughs> mind Superman and Wonder Woman being uh, like a couple barf. oh my gosh <laughs> hate it so that much was, can we move on <laughs> when i was a kid i always like i wanted superman wonder well, woman no it's just one of those like, things where you're like as a kid and thinking yeah it's a reasonable thing to do it's one of those things where it's like oh things. it makes sense because they have the same powers that's not enough to sustain a relationship <laughs> well and, i guess i just thought it was interesting to explore <clears throat> no. like superman having someone on I that level because it, they just never do it, it made sense to me when all I knew was that Wonder Woman was super strong and could fly, yeah. just like Superman. But then I like I learned about her. I'm like, oh, she uses a sword, yeah. you know, and she's completely different. And she wouldn't be attracted to Superman. Mm. Yeah, I'm more interested in yeah, I suppose like that's if you're true. gonna have them together. I'm more interested in like a colleague thing, maybe like friends. Like, isn't it weird that we're no. super powered? No one else is. To me, it's like romance. I don't get. It's it's pretty dull. It's a dull. I, okay. It's, it's a think, dull option. I mean, I think you guys are holding the popular view. I, I kind of, yeah. I liked that it was explored. Her and I'm, and like, I'm glad that it's over, but I liked that it was her explored. Her and Aquaman, in my mind, would have more in common. <laughs> That's mm. true. Her and, I mean, the... Well, they do a lot of, well, her and Aquaman was definitely a wink-wink on Super Friends, but <laughs> they, her and Batman have a little bit on of the a, just In the nudge, old Justice League cartoon, wink, wink, yeah, there yeah. was always this flirting. Yeah. And... I mean, that was something that was fun to, like, yeah. see the flirting, but it was something that was never going to happen yeah. because Batman is so self-destructive. Right. But, like, that makes more sense to me than, say, like, Superman, especially the Justice League Superman from the cartoon. But I don't know. I just don't see any her having anything to talk about from with, like, a boy from Kansas. All right. Who likes reporting. All right. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, I see what you're saying. I still I still was interested in it. Just okay, their alien we... nature, I guess. All right. So. Before we get even more modern than that, I want to talk for a minute about the the uh, scandalous uh, Denny O'Neill run in the '70s where she's depowered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's <laughs> so there's four volumes of this collected, yeah. uh, and it's basically she walks away from Paradise Island and like her whole role as princess and gives up her powers and is just like basically a super spy, secret agent, uh-huh. Avengers M appeal type character okay and i really like the run like mm-hmm. I, i'm glad that it didn't stay permanent but i thought it was really interesting well it it got um no i guess like how about instead of depowering the only powerful female yeah. superhero you introduce another right. interesting super spy female Hold character. On. Yeah, i'm gonna true. have to list off all the that's other true. interesting female superheroes yeah. right no now. please don't please uh, don't. no but hillary has has the view of basically like everybody at that time because Denny O'Neill was talking about it in a uh, documentary I watched and he was uh, his goal was to show that it wasn't her powers that made her you know super cool and uh, strong she could still be like she's still a great superhero but I think like that's something for like six issues or even just like a single issue back then Mm. but to make it run as long and then like the media picked up on it and uh, you know feminists and fans just got really mad at it because it's like you've depowered the most popular superhero, and Denny O'Neill has come back and said, "Like I get it now. Like I was trying to do something, but it wasn't what you wanted." Yeah. And 
yeah. it might have had well, that's the opposite what I'm effect. I'm glad that it didn't stick. But I right. thought, and to be fair, he did almost the same thing to Superman. This was the same time that Superman was like greatly yeah. depowered. He was grounding but, them both. But I if you were, if you wanted, idea, just, if you were into you Superman, if you were into superheroes, and they depowered Superman, you could just go to the. 20,000 other superheroes to read like well alright Spider-Man yeah. still has his powers but if you're reading Wonder Woman because she's the only female superhero with her comic she loses her powers you don't really you can then read Batgirl but she also doesn't have any you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah it's true <clears throat> it's true I guess it's an interesting footnote I liked reading the run no. I spe- especially I liked reading the run knowing that it was just a temporary thing I suppose at the time mm. people the, thought yeah. like okay well, I, mean, I guess this is it they thought now. Superman was really really dead in the 90s yeah. so it's just kind of like yeah, at the time, no one could probably see it yeah, changing. Yeah, reversing. Well, it was a so. huge, huge change. Yeah. I mean, that at was that still, point, the character had stayed the same if it's for the 70s, 40 years. You, you got to think, like, the 70s, it's only been, like, 15 years since Stanley started making yeah. continuity a thing. Yeah. So the idea of being able to reboot or go yeah. back, I mean, that was probably strange again, and, you know... They didn't think it like yeah. this is continuity. It has to last forever. Yeah. So, you know, well, Spider-Man I, had eight arms. Yeah. And then he lost them. So people should learn to chillax. While we're sticking retro, I mean, Wonder Woman <laughs> always had her thing with Steve Trevor, and there always was like, "Oh, Steve, I love you," kind of thing. But if you look at like Lois Lane's series, the Lois Lane series, the in its entirety, is just her scheming ways to get Superman to marry her. Yeah. Oh like Pulitzer Prize-winning yeah. reporter Lois <laughs> yeah. Lane. Spends yeah. the entire run of that series, yeah. with some exceptions, yeah. Yeah. trying to think of ways to trick Superman into being her super husband. Yeah. Whereas Wonder Woman <laughs> was like having like real standalone yeah. adventures on a grand scale. Yeah. And, you know, I just always really liked that. Well, I, I don't love, think her creator was super into uh, marriage. Itself. No, I don't think so. No, Her creator was more into uh, yeah. sexual experimentation yeah. with everything actually yeah. he would be a big fan of the uh 50 shades of grades book probably so probably he's an interesting yeah, man it's an interesting origin guy. for the uh one of the, uh yeah well he gave us a great character the, the most iconic female characters in the world to come yeah. from that strange yeah. <laughs> psychologist true well while we're talking about origins let's talk about wonder woman's origins because in the last like 12 months we've had three separate retellings of the origin we have grant morrison's wonder woman earth one we have, oh, what is that one we just, Greg Rucka's uh, Year One, uh-huh. and then we have uh, True Amazon that I was mentioning earlier by Jill Thompson, I Plus yeah. Wonder Woman the movie. Plus Wonder Woman the movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all in the same year we're talking about this origin. Mm-hmm. They're all like decidedly different takes. Yeah. Well, have you read these? Uh, I read Earth One. Just Earth One. Uh, okay. Her origin, I think, play is pretty heavy in uh, Gods and Mortals, the first George oh, Perez stuff, because okay. like they've... She had died during Crisis of Infinite Earths, yeah. I think. Yeah. So they had to like reboot everything. So I'm pretty sure there was an origin story in there. And there was an origin story for the New 52. Um, so, yeah. I, I just, you know, it's odd that they would retell the, the origin three times in a year, plus the movie. DC, you know. DC origins, outside of Batman, seem pretty malleable. But really, right. the only part about Batman stories, his parents just have to get shot. Okay, well let's let's talk let's talk Earth One for a minute. You, okay. you read this a long time ago. Do you remember? I, did. I don't really remember. Okay, I liked it. Do you? I'm I'm going to make the bold statement that Earth One is my favorite Wonder Woman story. Oh my gosh! You don't like it? No. What's distinct Wait, what about it? Well, I mean the 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 premise of it is interesting. She basically mm-hmm. steals 
the she wins the invisible jet and uses it to go into man's <laughs> world to like save Steve. Mm-hmm. So it's not she's not like sent. And so then the, the the series is set up to be like her trial, basically. Like they catch her on Earth and she like demands a trial, so they bring her back and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, something about the relationships, the interaction, her relationship with Steve, I think is unique and makes a lot of sense like why he sides with them. Uh, Steve's African-American in that one. And he talks about... Um, and dealing with the Amazons, because they're talking about, like, their past and being enslaved and all that. And he talks about, like, how he can relate to that with his own ancestors. And, you know, so he kind of, like, has a connection with them on that. And I just thought it was an interesting... There's a really obnoxious character who's like, yeah, but it's different. <laughs> no, I don't... I just, I just thought there was that's, an interesting That's Barbara on, of the know? Amazons. <laughs> yeah. And they do, they do a lot of, like, they pull a lot of classic things. Like the kangaroo, for example, is in Earth-1. And Etta, who's sort of present throughout all the versions of Wonder Woman, uh, they give her a look like her uh, initial introduction in the newspaper strip. So they do a lot with the the history of Wonder Woman, like modernize it. Mm -hmm. And I guess they just, they make the origin a little bit more purposeful. So I don't know. It just really worked for me. I reread it last night Mm -hmm. uh, in preparation for this, just making sure I really did like it. And I do. I love it. I think it's great. Greg Rucka, Used to write Woman and Woman before. Yeah. Uh, the Land of the Dead and the Eyes of the Gorgon. I haven't Those were pretty those. good. Have you? Yeah, I so liked them. Why didn't you like Earth One? I guess it was just fine. It was either not different enough or... It, I guess it wasn't too different. It was just just kind of standard. I lo- Grant I, Morrison I love the look himself it. in the so interview is like, I'm going to make it so different. You're not going to know where which way you're standing and all this. And then you oh, read it. Well, and yeah, you're like, oh, so you I just... say that. You just made a Wonder Woman story that everyone has read before. It's yeah. just, I guess I thought it was going to be new and different. I thought it, it stood out to me as unique enough to, you know, merit its right. existence. So I liked it. I um, give it uh, two cheetahs out of five. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, cheetah. <laughs> oh, cheetah. All right. Let's talk about True Amazon for a minute. I don't okay, know what this so is. Eric, you haven't read this one. No. We talked about this when it came out. It was a standalone graphic novel. Uh, came Came out just about the same time as Grant Morrison's Earth One. Okay. So Hillary just read it. Yeah. Okay. You liked it. I loved it. I thought it was really, really interesting. So I guess the difference with this is they try to, it's called True Amazon, and I think they try to make it uh, a lot more in line with that sort of mythology, wouldn't you say? By Jill Thompson? Yeah, by Jill That's Thompson. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, it's, it feels to me a lot more authentic to like a Greek mythology type story because she's... I agree, yeah. Because she's flawed. Oh, uh, it's of, fully painted. A lot of what like launches... Oh, really? That's what this says. Yeah, it's paintings. Okay, I guess maybe that's a comic thing I don't understand. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. <gasps> oh, okay. Keep going. Yeah, it's just interesting because a lot of like what launches her into the world mm-hmm. isn't her regalness and like how wonderful mm-hmm. she is. It's like her hubris and folly, yeah. and then she ends up going on this journey. It just feels very. Yeah, no Steve Trevor. Like that's not a part of oh, it yeah, at Steve all. Oh yeah, Steve Trevor isn't it at all? I guess he doesn't. He doesn't. I don't care about Steve Trevor. No, it's not that I care about Steve Trevor. I I wasn't a big fan of this one just because, you know, it is a lot of kind of a, a spoiled, bratty, unlikable Wonder Woman. Yeah, which, and like, isn't fun to nice. watch, but no. I thought still was very interesting to see um, how she got there. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it does. That is definitely a unique take on it. I mean, that is completely different. If yeah. that's what Grant Morrison set out to do, he failed. But Jill Thompson's <laughs> take is a is. I mean, the characters are familiar, but mm-hmm. the settings, and the differences are in the are, similarities. Yeah. I don't know what that was. Totally different. Sorry. Uh, that was so. Is that do you like that best? Out of the Wonder Woman origin? I don't think that I would use that as, like, her official origin. Okay. I just really liked it as, like, a take, just to, like, see. I didn't like the art. Did you like it? I thought it was I great. liked it. I thought I thought it went with the tone, you know? It's yeah, kind of like... Yeah, that's true. I don't even know. But, that's yeah, true. It, I wouldn't put it on my wall, but I thought it worked for okay. what they were doing. Well, the very most recent Wonder Woman anything that's come out is Wonder Woman Volume 2 by Greg Rucka, which is a year one. So this is odd, because odd-numbered issues were the ongoing story. Even-numbered issues were the year one, so they collected them separately. Uh, This didn't do anything for me. Oh, I liked it a lot. Did you? I really, really did. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I liked how, like, you saw some of her origin on Themyscira, but then you see more of, like, her first you know, days or whatever yeah. in Earth. And I yeah. liked the relationships between her and Steve, which were just very light, but he was just super interested in her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I liked, I really liked how they brought Minerva in as mm-hmm. just human, Minerva, yeah. regular, not cheetah crazy. Right. And she, like, was interpreting Don't spoil it for me. And, I don't know. I just really liked it. I really Minerva. liked Minerva. Hmm. I don't know. I just... She's my Minerva. <laughs> Are you going to read these? Yeah, I, we ordered them for the library. Nice. So you're planning on... Reading the yeah volume one and everything. Yeah. Our Wonder Woman series have been really popular here. Yeah, that's we've got true the New Fifty Two one. We've got the Sensational one, which are uh, yeah, those are like shorts. Yeah, diff- different authors. Yes. You, you read those. And then we have something else. Uh, we've got the Earth one. Yeah, and now we've got these uh, these rebirths coming in. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I also like Justice by Alex Ross. And oh, okay. I've- I don't think I read that. Yes, you have. I got it for you as a gift when you went into oh, the hospital. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant Kingdom Come. I'm with you now. Justice, yes. Oh, yeah. Kingdom Come's fine. Yeah. But Justice is uh, fun. Um, yeah. I mean, everybody's in that. And that's, but, that was a great painted... Yes. Uh, Alex Ross is there, yeah. the master of his field. Um, but, yes, there's some cool Wonder Woman stuff in there. At one point, she gets scratched by Cheetah, and she's turning back into clay. Ooh. So throughout the 12 issues, she's having that's to deal with cool. the fact that she's slowly turning back now. into yeah, clay. yeah. I've been hearing this made of clay thing, and it just like locked in my brain. And three of the origins I've listened yeah, to. Yeah, it's have sometimes her made out of sand. Sand. That's yeah. stupid. She goes to the beach and she yeah. makes it out of sand. Sometimes she's made out of clay. Deep enough to get to clay. I yeah. Know, yeah. In the animated sandy. one with Carrie Russell and Nathan <laughs> Fillion, it's she. She is digging in the beach, but I think yeah, it's sand. I think it's clay. Maybe Themyscira's sand is more clay-like than you clay-based. Know. Based yeah. That's pretty solid. That animated Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. We have that Solid. collection. It's nobody, great. Nobody wants to check out of the, it out. Uh, out of the animated DC movies, it's probably the one I've watched the most. Mm-hmm. I do not like the voice. Oh. Well, I love it. Had some trouble with the voice, just in places. I was, uh, we were talking about this earlier. I didn't, yeah. She didn't really like modulate it at all. Like, she has a very thin tone. Yeah, That's true. There's a voice on this podcast that I have to deal with every week. <laughs> Your own? Is no, yours. Oh, oh me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I like it. Alfred Molina is Hades. Yeah, he's fun. Good. He yeah. hams it well, up. Well, and uh, Nathan Fillion as Steve awesome. is a great. Yeah. It's a great cast. Yeah. So, so yeah. I think it's funny. It's pretty solid. I mean, talking about decapitations, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's her go-to oh movie. Yeah. Everybody loses their head in that. Gasped at the yeah, first. you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you did. Uh, but Hippolyta's in there. Uh, Artemis is Rosario Dawson. Yep. Rosario Dawson. Yeah. I always say Rosario. I think it's okay, Rosario. It's Rosario Dawson. So that's a pretty solid like 72 minutes of uh, Wonder Woman origin slash action. Yeah. So yeah, like, goes crazy zombie fight. 
Yeah. Yeah. So then suddenly, sort of I guess I don't know where Washington D.C. is, or maybe yeah, right. oh, the D.C. people there. don't yeah. know. Yeah. Because at the yeah. end, Amazon show up in all their ships. Yeah. To the shore of Washington yeah. D.C. So unless they magically, it's it's a weird They're thing. In some little channel. That yeah. They, they made their way. Yeah. I've read one Wonder Woman novel. I should mention Wonder Woman Mythos by you Carol should, Lay. You should mention that. It's decent. Yeah. That was decent. They, there's not a lot of Wonder Woman novels. Okay. They novelized the, the movie that we're talking about right now. I haven't read it. The animated one? There's a few, yeah. Really? Yeah. The animated one? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's that. They did a soundtrack for it and everything, and then it yeah. didn't really go anywhere. Just I have bad. the soundtrack. Do you? Oh, I've got the end credits. Oh, okay. Because that's what I liked. Yeah. I had it on my iPod it's for a good while, music. so like, I'd watch it's it on my music. iPod. I love the new Wonder Woman theme, too. From from the Batman v Superman. Yeah, it's fine. I don't understand your like disdain for it. It's not a disdain it's for great. it. It's just, it's cool, but like... They're just using it like, please remember, this was the cool thing you liked. It's no, just... I, I think like I've been missing from the new superhero movies that they don't keep the themes from movie to movie. Some of them do. Some of them do. Captains do. Not... Guardians of the Galaxy do. The Avengers do. Okay. But you know what I mean. It's not it used uh, to well... be. Like all the Superman movies had that main theme throughout. Yeah. Well, John Williams you know? is busy. Actually, no, I, think I know. Retired. But I mean like I even seen. the two amazing Spider-Man movies, which we don't have to talk about. But from one to the next, there's the no themes kept. Too mediocre. With X-Men, you only occasionally get a call back. It's I only when like uh, John Ottoman is back yeah. doing so. I, you... just, I just like that yeah. they're taking that from one and mm-hmm. having it be into the other. Yeah. You know, I like, I like that. So I'm, I'm really excited X-Men about two. Days of Future Past okay. and Apocalypse. They all have the same. Yeah. Do 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 do. Yeah. So. Wait, that, that was, was kind that of was Batman. Batman. Yeah, that was for a second. Well, I didn't get the Batman key. theme, so. Yeah. All right, you you do the rest ridiculous. of the podcast. I'm going to try to remember how the X Men yeah, theme goes. Just plug your ear and try dun, to listen dun, to it. Well, let's, dun, let's, dun, before, before there we, we go. close up, let's just talk about the character of Wonder Woman and why. Why do you think it's so like? Why do you think people like it so much? Like her. Yeah. The whole the whole thing. I mean, who were you just talking top, to Hillary? No, I don't know I mean, if it's my no, turn. I'm just throwing it out. She's just she's like a top tier character. And what is it that like people are so drawn to about her, do you think? Well I she's mean, I mean, for one thing, I don't know how like broad an appeal this has, but she's unapologetically female. Well she's quite an appeal and broad, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Hillary. I'm Hilarious. sorry. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> she's very female. You're yeah, saying. yeah. She's she's a woman. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, growing up with the Amazons, they're all, they're feminine and powerful. Yeah. And that's just an unusual thing to see in the media. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah. I try to present that every week. Feminine honestly. and powerful? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do a good job. For my yeah. personal yeah. take. Hey, you're halfway there, buddy. Thanks, man. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. All right. I think she's just, I mean, she's been there since day, I mean, yeah, it was much. Superman, Batman, and then Wonder Woman. She's been there since, like, day one. It's just, I guess it's curious to me why... It really seems to me like she's the only female superhero who's been able to, like, you know, stay neck and neck with, like, Batman and Superman. She well, transcends in a different it's, way. Yeah. It's, right, and I don't know why. Well, like because she's iconic, for one. She's, like, I mean, she was there at the original Justice League. Yeah. And, you know, she was the only female one. And yeah. for a while, she was the, the most powerful, I mean, the most powerful female superhero in the game. And so there was barely any competition for, like, yeah. 20 years of her existence. And then when you think about, like, Marvel characters, like, they have a lot of great, strong female characters. But at the same time, nobody knew who Iron Man was before Iron Man the movie yeah. came out. And so they've just not had the same feel that Wonder Woman has had, you know? They didn't have – there was no – I guess she wasn't Captain Marvel. But there was no Captain Marvel show yeah. in the mm-hmm. 70s for people to appeal to. You know, the X-Men cartoons were there, but, like – you know, there wasn't 
any adult skewing thing for, you know, Invisible Woman and everything. So, yeah. well, it seems like even the next couple on the list, I guess I would say Supergirl and Batgirl, are just their female yeah. equivalents of popular male. But they've all, they, yeah, but they've like, all made it into movies as well. And yeah, they have, they have. But Wonder Woman is just her own thing. She's not. Yeah, a, she doesn't derive from. Yeah, else. she's not a branch no. off of a male. Well, character. I, th- I think like, it's just kind of like Superman was the first super hero you know and so wonder woman was the first maybe there were others before her but i mean if there were we're not talking about them she definitely is the first like with her own title yeah you know start like marquee kind of a thing so i think it's just and she spawned a million copycats but they just didn't last you know i think didn't have the appeal that's a big deal i think just being first out of the gate for that is a yeah it's a big thing for her. Well, and given her such a different background, too, I yeah. think it's helpful. Like, I mean, like you yeah. said, she brings that different element. But I think it was also that it. she's effective. Like, she's not just, it wasn't just like, oh, just give her, like, the power to go through a wall or something back, you know, when there were no female suits. I think if that was it, you know, she yeah. wouldn't be popular. I think it's that she was so powerful that yeah. it's hard to ignore it as well. Yeah. So... She brings about she brings her power out like differently too though like she's got the strength of Superman but Superman is earnest and like whatever and Batman is calculating and a little dark but Wonder Woman is just I'm strong here I am I'm gonna do what I have to do yeah. it's like each one of them has their own way of being yeah. strong yeah. yeah yeah that makes sense all right I think I mean also she's just part of like that Trinity that. Justice League Trinity. Like you yeah, can but get... it's just interesting to me that she made it. It's not Superman, Batman, and Green Lantern, or Superman, Batman, Aquaman. You know, it's Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, which I just think is cool. Yeah. You know? I think there's very, like, basic reasons why they're all, those three are more popular than the others. I think, like, a character like Green Lantern, or the, even the Flash, are a little bit more complicated. Mm-hmm. Like, her powers are just very base, mm-hmm. you know? Like, super strength and flight those are just like very simple to understand there's yeah. no explanation you just say she's super strong and you can just explain that to anybody on the street and mm-hmm. they get it whereas like green lantern you're like he has a ring he works with these guardians he's from space yeah. he's a he, space cop his power is will but he's weak to yellow yeah. it's just kind of like what yeah but you're yeah, just like a lot yeah all right well final question wonder woman flying yay no, or nay no i don't like it I'm going to go it nay. It seems gratuitous to me. Yeah, it's one, it's I guess like I one like too it. many. You do like it? Yeah. I don't see why she needs it. I, I feel g- like it makes her too much like Superman. Yeah, it does. I guess I, I like will... when she has the sandals that make her fly. Oh. You know, because that, that, that works with, with like the, the whole Greek thing. Yeah, but that's cool. I guess when she's not flying, I always assume that she, like when they have a Wonder Woman who can't fly, I just assume she can and she's not. She's choosing hmm. that. Yeah, so I guess <laughs> for funny. me, I mean, again, I watched the Justice League cartoon and they gave her flight. Okay. So, I guess I just... Yeah, it just makes sense for me. Yeah. I don't know why it makes sense, because none of the other Amazons can fly. Yeah. So. Right. She's different. She's made of clay. She is. So. Okay. Well, she's, like, gifted by the gods in a different way. That's true. I think it it works Like Shazam. I just don't like it. Yeah. Number four of the Holy Trinity. Yeah, sure. Of course. (laughs) Of course. Well, the movie opens, what, the second, right? Friday the second. Yeah, boy. Is Warner Brothers paying you right now? Yeah, they are. We've got a great Wonder Woman display in the main reading room. Comics, uh, movies, Mm -hmm. a little bit of music. Lots of good stuff down there. So stop in and check that out. You know who else is a Wonder Woman? Who? Moms. Wow. I would like to to just give a shout out to everyday Wonder Woman's like moms. Yeah. Thank you Lunch for ladies. undermining our whole... <laughs> yeah. our Doctors. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The whole lunch ladies, right. that's an unforgiving job. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's true. It's All right, well, uh, Eric always gets very uh, hurt when I thank our guest. 
and I don't thank him. So let me just say, Eric, yes, thanks for doing what you do every week. Oh, hey. Also, I want to uh, thank our special guest, Hillary Gunning. Just as a side note. Yeah. Why is she the special guest? <laughs> I can't go down this road with you. Hmm. Anyway, right. thanks for joining us, Hillary. Thanks for talking about Wonder Woman. Yeah. Come check out our Wonder Woman books, folks. Are you telling... Oh, Folks. And uh, let's talk library news. I've got some exciting stuff. Uh, can Hillary leave first? Coming up. <laughs> uh, on uh, June 7th, we have a lecture by Craig Brack. About Wonder Woman? Actually. <gasps> uh, yeah, it's, oh. about, it's about women in the Civil War. But, you know, it's thematically relevant, I think, to our topic. Uh, okay. So uh, Craig's talks are always entertaining. He always, uh, he always engages really well with the audience. Mm-hmm. A good audio-visual thing. So stop and check that out. That's 7 o'clock. That's sponsored by the Thelma Rogers Historical Society. Mm-hmm. We have the Genesee Valley Chorus. Oh. Uh, two chances to see their 1950s show. I love 50s music, so it should be a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, Friday the 2nd, and that's mm-hmm. at 7 o'clock. And then Sunday the 4th, that's at 3 o'clock. Okay. So come join us for those things. Nice. Book clubs are currently reading... All Our Yesterdays by Robert B. Parker and Whistling Through the Graveyard by Susan... Let me just uh-huh. check the book. Whistling Past the Graveyard by Susan Crandall, yeah. so you can join us for either yeah. of those. Yeah. Do we know what we're talking about next week? No. But we're, we're showing Monster Trucks. <laughs> yes, uh, we are. June yes, 6th. Are. So come see Monster yeah. Trucks and then go see Wonder Woman. Final after-school matinee yeah. of, the, of the school year. That's true. So yeah. summer reading program fast approaching, so join us for that. So fast. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Polaris, thanks. she's a... Oh, another, yeah. another. You keep listing those. I'm going to close the show. Okay. okay. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. So tune in to episode 94 where we're going to oh, talk mastermind. about something. The, uh, All right. That's it. See you then.